Previously on Pufwa Exchange. Welcome to the Pufwa Exchange, everybody. I'm Ryan. And I'm Jen. On the Pufwa Exchange, we are going to branch out into many different areas. Buffy. Firefly, we're doing... Battlestar Galactica. Battlestar Galactica. I would love to do West Wing. Can we do The Office? You know, one week we may do a commentary on Heroes. Next week we may come back and discuss... Mr. Darcy. Darcy. I said Darcy. You you said Darcy. Jen just developed a speech impediment. I think we should discuss discuss the uh, effects of Frito from Godfather on modern literature and We TV. may do that, and I would I would join in on that discussion if I had any idea what the hell Richard was talking about. He may come back and discuss those infomercials, the play in the sci-fi channel at 3 o'clock in the morning with the guy with the bald spot who goes on and on about the damn food processor and the... Set it and forget it? Yeah, and the blonde woman who's like, tell me how it works! Like, she's not being paid $18,000 to stand there and look like a cat's head. <laughs> can't forget Farscape. <laughs> Uh, Canaveral? What about when he scams out of the stock market all that He month? didn't scam it out. He did not. Yeah, he did. He got the insider tip. No, he didn't. Mike, did you even watch the episode? I just want to know how naive his family has to be for him to be like, yeah, I've got a paper conference in India this week. Claire, I've taken care of everything. Believe me, I work in the paper business. This scene right here demonstrates the need to have a prenup. That's a puppet. <laughs> yes, P.S., that is not an actual actor. What's a kid going to learn from someone who decided his best option in life was to become a teacher? The Da Vinci Code. I read the books and went, oh, that's a nice story, and put it down. Everybody knows that people in Texas don't have perfect teeth. If they have teeth at all. I make kids wonder. I make them question. I make them criticize. I make them apologize and mean it. You're crazy, but I'll watch your kid anyway for free, like I always do, even though I'm a non-character. Even though the mob is looking for you and your kid. Hey, but Micah can get her free pay-per-view, though. I make them write, write, write. The next thing I know, I'm having all these off-the-wall comments. So do you beat yourself to get rid of your sin? (laughs) He's like, you need to let your father go. He died ten minutes ago. He has a bow tie. I make a goddamn difference. Now what about you? Pilot's very militaristic in this one. He's like, attention! (laughs) I know! Later on, he's like, good day. Incoming fleet, prepare for Starbucks. I personally don't want to get busy amid buckets of pine salt. Really? Nothing turns me on like the smell of ammonia. O'Brien is just a yutz in this episode. He breaks the Enterprise. <laughs> and Kira is in with the orb like, mm, oh, <laughs> <laughs> My generation is more colorblind. Please tell me my destiny. I'm a kid with a soccer ball. Fight. <laughs> the race riots in LA? I don't remember. I don't remember the O.J. Simpson trial. And Dargo has a headband. <laughs> it makes them feel pretty. Breaking Dawn, I was there at the bookstore at midnight to get my copy of the book. He's standing there looking down at the screen, talking to Spock. I'm like, all Spock could see was your crotch. He's naked. <laughs> there were girls there that I swear they could not have been older than nine or ten. Their moms had read the first three books with them and thought this next book is going to be just like it. No. <laughs> I think there's a very good horror writer trapped in this woman who is longing to get out. He would be oh. jello on the side of the wormhole. There's no way that thing was built to sustain this. When they lean against the shuttle, it like caves in. <laughs> this thing was made of plywood. There are a lot of very graphic sex scenes in a lot of fan fiction. And you go back and you look at these authors' profiles and they're like 15 and 16 years old. And if this is what you think sex is like, we as a society are going to have a big problem. Three, two, one, click. Hey, you stupid thing, start. Okay, why don't we go back <laughs> to the main menu? And now, the Pufwa Exchange.
and welcome back everyone to a very special episode of the Puffwa Exchange. I am Ryan. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know what? Keep going. This is an extreme episode. This is this is what happens. You introduce yourself. You're one of the gens. Which one are you? I'm Gen 2. If you are a Battlestar Galactica fan, you have undoubtedly listened to the Ronald D. Moore podcasts and you know how bad they can be. We hope this episode of the Pofor Exchange lives up to his expectations. Uh, Gen 2 and I tonight are watching the first part of the two-part series finale of Battlestar Galactica. We're doing this in real time. Uh, this will be Daybreak Part 1, and we'll be back next week with uh, Parts 2 and 3. Uh, we will be watching this for the first time as it airs on Sci-Fi. Uh, tonight is Friday, March 13th. There will be no editing in this episode. There will be background noise. Cats will run through the room. And uh, we will record for the future our thoughts as we... Uh, watch it. Watch it. These very cool episodes for the first time. Well, I always think about that because I'm a huge Star Trek fan. I remember watching uh, the TNG finale with my dad. And I just ended up watching uh, the Deep Space Nine finale. Also written by uh, Ronald D. Moore or produced by Ronald D. Moore. Um the other day with Danielle, and I can't remember what I thought the first time, so it's always cool to record these. So when I'm old and have Alzheimer's, I'll listen to this, for the <laughs> and I'll have no idea what's going to come next. Well, I just saw the first, you know, lean-in commercial. We're waiting for it. What the hell is Cat coming back for? What are they going to pull her back for? I, are they pulling Cat back? Did, was Cat in it? It must be a flashback or something. It's either a flashback, or maybe it was like the, the rap party or something. I don't know. No, no, no. She's a, she's in her um, Viper She's flying. There's something with Cat coming up in this episode. Oh my god, she's the 14th Cylon. <gasps> no. And we should say for the record, I have been a fan of Galactica since the miniseries um, debuted. Um, I was formerly a fan of Star Trek Voyager, and I was one of those fans that watched it every week and bitched about it every week because the ship never got dented, and they always had plenty of antimatter, and they always gave away stuff to passing ships. And Ron Moore, after he finished Deep Space Nine, which was my creme de la creme show, I love that show, uh, he went to Voyager and he lasted two episodes and published a ten-part essay on why Voyager sucked. And everything <laughs> he said, I'm like, yeah! And Voyager's an okay show, but it's not a great show. And right after, he produced Battlestar Galactica, and all of the issues that he bitched about that Voyager never did, he you know, right up front, you will see a ship that is broken down. You will see damage you know if there is a dent in episode two it will be there in episode three and and you know characters will be very different because what they're going through is really tough shit and it's not something they can recover from and you know trim their beards and go on about their lives so that really appealed to me so i checked out the miniseries hooked um i think it was it's a four-year show but it's been on for like eight years um and i and i sucked through uh, season one and i've been a huge fan ever since and uh Gen 2 over here, you've been a fan for what, like 96 hours? <laughs> I told you a couple of weeks ago, you know, grab the DVDs and you sent like, your kid off to well, camp. <laughs> well, well, what was it about the first of the year that you said, you've got to start watching PSG? And I said, no, no, I'm not going to do it till I'm done editing 71 because if you do this while I'm editing, I will get compulsive and watch the show and yeah. then I won't edit. And you said, no, just watch the show. And I said, no, really, I'll get compulsive. And you said, no, just watch the show. She watched the show. I watched the show. <laughs> so right now we are recording from Gen 2's lawn. We have the episode up. We're projecting it on the side of the house. And um, 
Yeah, by the way, you're probably going to hear the episode in the background. Um, I love you all, but I actually want to hear the damn thing. So, hopefully you can enjoy this. I'm watching <gasps> the... Uh, There's Lee. There's Lee. We're watching the uh, Fade and Preview. And for those of you listening, we're obviously watching this in real time. If you have the DVD, because you're, you know, Pofuanians from the future, I'm sure they'll be packing it with deleted scenes, so the timing won't work, but we'll let you know when we come in and out of uh, credits. All right, here we go. Warner Brothers. <laughs> Here we go. The first time I saw this, I really thought that he was saying that Starbuck is a dead body walking around and her body's actually like decayed on the inside, and I thought that was gross, then I realized I missed it. I wasn't sure what he was thinking. All right, Michael Truco, I believe his name is Truco. Um, Anders. Uh -huh. He was actually badly injured in a car crash during the rider strike, so he actually they worked that huge scar on his neck in because he broke his neck. <sighs> He's got to be Daniel. Hilo is just too damn noble. I think uh, Gen 2 is in Indiana right now. I'm in Massachusetts. I think she's several seconds ahead of me, but what the fuck are you going to do about that? Oh, the drink tonight, for those of you um, who love Ron D. Moore here, is uh, very strong coffee. Um, mine is fruit punch. Here. Spiked. She has a three-year-old. The one thing about this that Ron Moore always does is he always puts deleted scenes or like um, cut lines into the previews. So you always think to yourself, you know, I remember seeing that. Abandoned ship. Ooh, it's happening. Where are they going to put all these people on the base ship? Because they have, like, the one set. You may notice in this, um podcast we're either going to be yakking or we're going to be dead silent for five minutes so whoops what are you going to do it's so just even watching the scene like the original like picturing Laura in the first episode and I heard you how far she's come you heard me oh I was talking to my husband that's fine tell him I say hi tell him welcome to the Pofo Exchange he says well he's already gone Oh, look, look. Nothing. It's a dove. Wow. It's Earth. You're so ahead of me, dude. You're two seconds ahead of me. If someone dies, don't tell me. Daybreak. Shit, now I have to be so quiet. <laughs> One, one thousand, two, one thousand. Where the hell are they? Caprica, Caprica. Before the fall, okay. For a second I thought it was New York or something there. Yeah, because you could just see uh, Colonial One. Okay, shush. This is too wild. Our TVs are completely off sync. Allergic to live with it. Can you hear mine? Yeah. Okay. 
I can't hear yours, but... Oh, it's okay, Jeff. The baby's asleep. I'll have to go back and watch this again anyway. <coughs> oh my god, he's got a white suit. <coughs> he's totally a pimp. Bill in a suit, that was wild. Oh, she's doing the groin crap. Hey, you're a full ten seconds ahead of me, so don't spoil. <laughs> Spoiler space. think of um, the six in the pilot is Caprica six because the actress plays her so much differently now. Yeah. Who is he talking to? One thing I hope you find out. This must have been way before the fall. Yeah. Because her hair was really short in the pilot, or in the, yeah, in the pilot. Well, her hair changed immediately after the pilot, so I think there's nothing you can do with that. Look at that smile. She almost looks like the pregnant one in that outfit. Whew. Uh -huh. Oh my gosh. You know, when you're banging the president, you can't really have a family of your own. Yeah. So good just to see her smile. I don't think I've seen her laugh like that in a while. Well, it's just such a, a dichotomy. Oh my, oh my god. Kara's cooking. She cooks? The dichotomy is just so weird in this that... 
picture Laura on the couch with her sisters, and then just picture her running through the halls of Galactica, ready to die. It's just... What the hell? Oh my god, they were on a blind date. No, he was coming for dinner. There's the, uh... It was the first time they met. Sakajama. That's the same actor who played Zock as uh, Zock Sack originally too. Cubics were the currency in the original. It's like a Baltar sitcom. Stupid fucking bastard. <laughs> He's beating his father with a newspaper. Look at this. I love Gaius's dad. They're good sex. Why introduce us to his dad? Again, more questions. Well, this more is dad represent. You have three episodes left. What the hell?
Don't forget I'm 10 seconds behind you. <laughs> Something happened to the sister. She had already lost everything by the time she came to Galactica and then she got cancer. Oh my god. And then to have all the stuff in the house. The baby. The presents. Poor Laura. I lost my dad to cancer and the one thing I said at the time was I had a month to prepare for. They can never understand how people just lose someone on the drop of a dime like that. Ugh. She's still in her pajamas? She just walked out the door. She has nowhere to go. Say, but is it possible to drown in the pool like that with so many people around? I don't know. Oh, poor Laura. This is so like. She looks like an angel, doesn't she? Mm-hmm. This is so like Galactica. You have three hours left and you expect so much about the ship and, and Hera and everything. And instead you get Baltar's dad and Laura's dead family. And now... Oh. Now I understand. A little... Maybe. One of the things I said about the pilot was you needed to have um, some knowledge of what came before to know what they lost when they came to Galactica. And I think we're getting that now, because now you saw what they had before and what life was like before and now.
He really needs a haircut. He's the president. I think it's the last thing he wants. I love that. We don't want to rip the old girl's heart out. <sighs> they do such a good job in the show of making... Okay, we're on a commercial. They do such a great job in the show of making Galactica a, a part of the family. And I said this on the forum the other day. Kirk's Enterprise from classic Star Trek was a character. It had a life force of its own. It was alive and, and, and it died. And Galactica is the same thing. This ship fought for 50 years and it rescued the human race and it was in major engagements it had the ship pounded out of it it carried the crew across the nebula you know filled with radiation and you know the like the leathers peeled off the outside it's so superheated and it literally fought and fought and fought and now it's dying and you actually feel like a character is dying that's not like a Star Trek Voyager where you feel like it's just a sound stage. I mean, Galactic is actually dying. and Yeah, I know and it's really sad. But I do love that because I said in the beginning in the, in the mini, you got like an hour of life on Caprica and now you're all living on ships. So it's like we don't visualize what these people lost, but to see Laura and her house and the cops who were about to be killed and the fact that her entire family died and Baltar's dad and all this different stuff. It just I love, you know, the, the how he explained what was it about five, six episodes ago about how he changed his accent because he didn't... Oh, a lot more than that. Yeah, that was uh, late season three, but yeah. <laughs> She's watched well, them all in like a day. Yeah. yeah, I've watched them all in the last That's week. You know. on trial. But changed his accent because he didn't want people to think he was stupid. Well, I was originally thinking that there'd be something with Baltar's dad, like he'd be important to the plot, but it could also be Ron Moore just going back and you know, there's like on um, when I was a fan of Babylon Five, it was a show that kept dropping hints about what was to come. And finally, with three episodes left, we were like, "Enough dropping the hints! Can you actually answer some of the questions now?" And I have a feeling that he's going to be dropping out new information that you didn't expect right up till the last minute. And that's going to kill me. It's gonna, oh, it's absolutely going to kill us both. We're both we're both going down. It's just going to kill me. Just all these questions, 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 <laughs> questions, questions. questions. I thought she was going to drown herself in the pool. I'm like, uh, Laura? But she was cleansing herself, so that's... I'm like, can you really... You're really going to commit suicide in the pool? But if you notice, I think that was actually the, um... That was the location shot from the miniseries and from yes. uh, Epiphany. Yes. That was the yes, market it's... where, um, Six uh, snapped the baby's neck. Yeah. So and cool and where and the show. same place where she supposedly saw Six and Gaius kissing. Yep. yep. So if you think about Laura Roslin, she lost both sisters, her niece, her dad, her mom to cancer. Her lover was the president who fired her. She comes to Galactica. She has cancer. She's dying. She lives on Galactica for years. And in her final days she tells Tom Zarek she'll use her eye teeth to end him I mean what a hopeful character like she probably thought her life was over on that couch when the cops told her her family died and look at what she accomplished you never know you absolutely never know what's going to come next and that's the that's what you learn there Kara cooking I can't believe it she was so domestic I think the food was lethal do you think if Zack had actually lived, she would have actually been normal? I oh, honestly oh, don't. Oh, oh. We oh, going? Oh. Yeah, we're going. Okay, I'm not back yet. You're <laughs> ten seconds ahead of me. Don't spoil me. All right. Here we go. go Sorry. Ahead. 
sound up. be so hard for the actors too because they're actually breaking the sets as they're doing this. Is she? Oh, I know. So have you ever wondered where they got all those frogs and shit on a big star? <laughs> on the bell, sorry. Yeah. Well, it's weird. Laura got all of her clothes. She had three suits in the mini. Some naked person running around in the civilian fleet. You're a bastard. I was about to say he must be killed, but there's two episodes left, and it's a distinct possibility, so I'll just. I don't have to test him as much as I did then. she's so interested I don't know what the hell There's... Huh. Did she kill him? Your um your mic's moving a little bit there. Yeah, I just had to scratch my ear. No problem. You know why this is an extended broadcast? the hell is this? You said I was allowed to fart, so I figured I was allowed to you scratch my ear. You can do whatever the hell you want over there, Jen, number two. 
Alright, Starbucks is this is like the Pythagorean theorem over here, what the hell? He's the hybrid. They're peeling the decals off of the... Throw him in the break. You're a machine. And what about you, you jackass? <gasps> you bastard. She's like I see dead people. <laughs> Cavill's trying to understand like ink blots. <laughs> He's so out of his element. I think we should give her nutritional supplements. Alright, Boomer needs to literally kill him. Yeah, he is. Simon is the least used Cylon. But he is now officially the creepiest one. Yeah. Well, I knew he was creepy when he went and, uh... You know, cut out... Kara's... Ovary... The, the last, last fucking special. special. <laughs> Do you know I went on the um, website for the auction? They literally they sold everything. You could buy Adama's rugs. You could buy the Viper. You could buy Kara's flight suit. And I went on and I could buy Laura Roslin's jacket that she wore on Earth for five hundred dollars. I could buy all of these. You know, the, the control panels from CIC and everything. And the one thing that really cracked me up was I could buy um, Hilo's bandage from when the mutineers beat him in the head and he had, like, the, the, like the rag. And I said, I could buy the blood-soaked bandage for 50 cents. <laughs> it was the only thing in my price range. I'm like, hmm. I'm picturing, like, I put it on the mantle and Danielle's like, dude, what the hell? It's fucking up my color schemes. Like, whatever. Well, actually, she is into red. So maybe no, I thought, I thought you were in Gryffindor colors. That should match, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, dude, the hell? 
Well, we just saw her in the um, the Fracken special, Adama and a Viper, so I guess he flies her off Galactica. So that means he doesn't go down with the ship. Well, I like that too in the box, Admiral's Quarters, Deck 74. You know they're actually not going to go to the Cylon ship to live because they have no sets. <laughs> Can you imagine his Cylon Quarters with like the red light, like, bloop, bloop, yeah. come by the background? Uh, Exactly. They'd, be, they'd all be creeped out all the time. Could you imagine? They'd all be touching the floors and the ceiling. They'd be like, <laughs> Well, Centurions walking by. Well, then you have, like, the bar with the piano, and there's, like, full Centurion. <laughs> right behind them. Like, I don't know. And they all turn to look at the piano man. <laughs> so he's playing the Cylon music. The Centurion's like, dude, what the hell? <laughs> it's like the we, national anthem for them. We have free will now. Ooh. <laughs> They're going to one silent ship where all the centurions that you have to be nice to them. It's like on Star Trek when the replicator gives you a coffee. Thank you very much. That's just what I needed. <laughs> Thank it. <laughs> Can you see one posted at the door as the welcome witch? <laughs> He's standing there. Well, when you get there, you need to know where your seats are. You know, at the theater, so you need to know where your quarters are. Well, I thought that was um, interesting in the previous episode that you found out that the Cylons would give Adama their ship as long as they got a seat on the colonial, on the quorum of ships. I'm like, really? You'd really get it? You're really, it like, a, like you're really selling out, man. For, you know a, what? They, for a seat on that quorum, they all I'd got say, murdered. I, th I think that I think they want our sperm. <laughs> I think it's the only thing they're never going to reproduce without us. Um, well, that was an interesting little point drop too, because the civilian fleet, the civilian um, population of Galactica is splitting up throughout the fleet. He's got the kid. Now this is his real life son. Oh, the Memorial Hall. That kid is fat. <laughs> he cries right after you say it. They gotta move the Memorial Hall, too. Yeah, they're taking down all the pictures. Well, this is striking because it's, they're literally, um... They're dismantling a graveyard. They're dismantling the set, too, at the same time. Hera. Someone put Hera up there. Oh. Man, you know that's just gotta piss him off. Oh, and he goes and stands in the symbolic light. Oh. He always has those moments where he walks down the hall and he just pauses... Like when he went back for um, Laura and the others on Kobol. And there he goes. That, and that's Adama. He goes back. He went back to Kobol. He went back to New Caprica. And he's going back. He'll die with this ship. Take her off the wall. She's not gone yet. Damn straight. I love Bill Adama.
God, he's got acne pock marks, but he is. He sexy. really does, but yeah. <laughs> you tell him, Lee. Well, the quorum of ships, so each ship captain gets us a vote. So their population will spread out amongst the ships, and apparently they'll get voice through that somehow. I don't know. Are they going to turn him on? They have to. He's going to jump him there. He's their hybrid. to ask before. He knows she's not in Cylon, though. Lee doesn't care what she is. Always been, she's always been his daughter. Did his wife lose a little girl? I don't know. Taking a bath. You know, the one where he sits with Cat. When she's yeah. dying and says that we always wanted a little girl. Yeah. We had to... I know, maybe they didn't lose one. Maybe they just always wanted one. Uh, Ron Moore, when he put Razor together, when they were doing the um, the pre-attack scenes from Pegasus, it was one where you were going to see him. Oh, he was being a hybrid right then. Yeah, he's in the pool. 
spiraling crap I don't understand in the pool. <laughs> Look how far he's come, huh? <laughs> I like that. He says a he says a lot of things. <laughs> you ask him. Oh, come on. Jesus Christ. <sighs> Well, it gives us more time to talk as we go to this KFC commercial. Um, you know what it is? I say all the time on PFW hmm. that I love the fan fictions where um, there's where something happens and Harry and Minerva are equals, even if he's still at Hogwarts. You know, the the, the Death Eaters are coming over the walls and students and teachers and, and house elves and everyone are, are equals, just like they were at the end of the canon. And, and she hands him the wand and says, go get him. <laughs> yeah, and the traditional relationships break down. I love stories where, like with Galactica, it doesn't matter if you're a nugget. If you are if you know how to fly the thing, you can be you know, the, the keg this week. You know what I mean? It's like, right. I don't care if you're a Cylon, you're my XO. I love it where procedure and protocol just doesn't matter anymore. We're all in this together. And think about Bill Adama, you know, years ago with the military protocol and the bureaucracy and, you know, the hierarchy, hierarchy and he was this, you know, lowly commander of this, you know, forgotten ship, and now all of a sudden he looks at this person who is dead. She died, it's documented, they got DNA evidence, she's dead. And she's, but she's there, and it doesn't matter what she is, it matters who she is. Because they've come so far and they've lost so much that... It doesn't matter anymore. You're my daughter. I think that was probably the, that's going to be one of my favorite lines of the entire series, you're my daughter. Very simple line. The one that I always wanted. I don't know. I don't know where this is going. <laughs> I don't know what? what's gonna happen. What? I don't know. I wanna know where this is going. I wanna know if I I think Laura all we'll see from Laura is the flashbacks. I don't know if she'll ever wake up or if she does it'll be a very quiet scene or Bill will finish the book. Will, I'd she, love to see will she even die? Do you think? I think she will. I don't. I think that she's been dying since we met her. First scene, doctor's office diagnosis. Last scene, death. I think we'll see her on the boat. Um, I think we're gonna. It's gonna be the scene from earlier. I forget the episode. The hub, I believe, where you see um, Laura see her own death and see Bill put his wedding right, ring on her finger. Right. I think you'll. You know, hell, you could see them get married. Before she goes. Yeah, I just don't get what the purpose of that would be. I or it mean, doesn't have to be sent. There's no state left. You could just put the ring on their finger and have that count. I don't know. I think you're going to have to... You. I don't know. She looks so much older now, though, Laura. She's yeah, laying she in the does. Bed. I want to know what the opera house means. I want to know... There's just like... You know, my head is swimming right now. There's so many I, different I, things... That, no, this is, I, we're half an hour in. We haven't learned anything. Well, that's you know what the thing is, and this is—it's not even the frustration. It's just how I get so sucked into this. All I want to know is, 
you know, what what's up at the opera house? You know, who will survive? How, what, what will happen to Galactica? Will they find a home? Are they our ancestors? Where you know, the were fuck we, are they gonna go? Where, who the hell are we? Are we on Earth? <laughs> are we Cylons on Earth? Are we their descendants? Are we their ancestors from like a previous jump? You know, happened before, happened again. I don't know who we are, but. <sighs> And my head is spinning, and I'm learning that, you know, <laughs> Baltar's dad's an old man in the chair, and that Caprica 6 got him into a great nursing home, and <laughs> Laura's family died. And... Oh, ooh, ooh, here we go. Don't oh, forget, I... you're ahead of me. Their fleet captains represent them. You're a sniveling suck up. I think the hand over the heart was a little much. <laughs> you gully, you gully, you gully, you gully. My people. straight guys why should he you know what though he's so different from how he was on Caprica and yet he's so the same and uh oh he is so drunk I think he's talking to the bucket He's talking to the bird. Is that a raven? <sighs> Symbolism. Bird in the house. What the hell? Trash the apartment. His brother just died. 
maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I'm like the bird means something. I like this dude in the suit. Lee's got staff. Red tape. How appropriate. Oh, I hope they, I hope they do the thing with um the salt. That they did when Pegasus and Galactica flight crew split. The red line. I still can't get over Ellen being smart. She's a scientist. I love this little montage here. It's like the word spreads. off the uh, prison barge. Feels so bad for Hilo. He didn't know. <sighs> Never crossed a Sharon scorn. I feel so badly for him. He didn't know. Although I was listening to the uh, Galactica water cooler, and for those of you listening to this, or who are still listening to this, hopefully you have the episode in front of you, um, who haven't checked it out yet, you want to check out the Galactica water cooler podcast. It's 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 a Pofwa style podcast uh, for BSG, and they had in their recent episode the realization that okay, if you were married to someone and there were like 50 million copies of him walking around and one of them we know is like evil wouldn't you have like a password before you did him <laughs> just to make sure you'd have the you'd have the little call sign you'd yeah the little secret knock yeah it's like just as you're about just as you're getting close you're on the bed you look at each other you're like what's your mother's maiden name just something anything <laughs> just to... where are the last four digits of your social security number <laughs> but I don't know. what's your favorite position yeah. 
I don't know. I don't know if the fleet members would do it for Hera. I don't know if Hera means enough to, you know, Joe Schmo on the hangar deck. I don't think, I think she they, does. I think they do it for the ship. I think they do it for the old man. I'm very interested. I'm assuming they're going to let Racetrack out because she's the only mutineer that we really know who got locked away, who wasn't shot. Um, I'm assuming Captain Kelly's out because he switched sides. Yeah. Um, other dude, can't think of his name. The one that um, wouldn't back a Dahmer at the end there and said he couldn't trust him and they tied them up. The one who tried to shoot at Rosalind's Viper. Rosalind is just... It's devastating. She literally looks like a confused, dying woman in a nursing home laying in the bed. She she hears that they that they can find Hera, but she doesn't get it. Well, that's the way she's supposed to look. I understand that, but it's just it's her decline. Even the first time when she was dying, I don't think she reached that level. It's mm. it's just so sad to see her go. Yeah. She's doing a very adequate job of looking like a cancer patient. <laughs> Incredible job of looking like a cancer. Well, the only activity we've seen from her was her in the past and how vibrant she was. Well, the coffee is freezing cold. Hear that, okay. Kool-Aid people. Kool-Aid. Before exchange, it is so spiked, you have no idea. Her daughter hasn't slept in three years. No, she has not slept in three fucking years. I don't know how they're going to end this. <laughs> I had so many predictions. I thought it would be finding Earth, the original Earth, for the first for the first time. I thought it would be a blowout with the actual Cylons. I'm thinking back to all the predictions people have had over the years. Um, they predicted that we were the Cylons. Like, the Cylons would destroy Galactica and settle on the planet and have kids and they would, the kids would turn out to be us and humanity was permanently wiped out and there were so many different predictions and I don't know I'm a Cylon <sighs> sea beast no, no one ever predicted that we'd get this far sea beast yeah, she looks intimidating. You said She's got the screwdriver in one hand and the <laughs> You said it just like I did. Sea beast. <laughs> okay, here she goes. Oh, it's Laura. Madam President. She eating sushi. She's got a very good interior decorator. She really does. This, this is really old. Timeline's not working here for me. I don't think they really need it to at this point. I think they want us to be so confused that we don't know our ass from the hole in the ground. 
Well, Adar was president for seven years. This would be like nine years before the fall. So 13 years ago. So I can buy she's 13 years younger, but Starbuck is like 30 now. So that would be her at 17. <laughs> Making dinner, I don't know. It doesn't necessarily have to be the same time from each person's life. I know, you're absolutely right. He's not dying in bed. Sorry, the whole production crew. God, that guy just exudes sexiness. I was just thinking he's he, he'll go with his own eye teeth if he has to. I wouldn't want to be seen moving to the port first. Yeah, you get shot if you're the one guy who does. He's expecting like six people. He'll either raptor assault if he has to. And they're all just he standing there looking at each other. Well, I guess I'll stay where I'm at. Billy goes, goes through such phases where he's like a drunk on the floor who doesn't give a shit. Or he's the most powerful man in the room. He's the most powerful man in the room today. He's not Uncle Fluffy. They're all looking at each other. Maybe they have. Maybe they were all perfectly standing in the right spot. Notice Kara was already on the right side to begin with. Yeah. He sent the dog back. Caprica. It'd be awful if Carla was like, thank God I was hoping you'd do that. The woman who destroyed the human race is going to save her. Some people are going back. That's realistic. And Gaius is still on the port. He's not willing to save his own ass. It's your baby, Gaius. Remember from the beginning? Yeah. It's Gaius' baby. Remember how she oh, said that on. it's your... Once it's... in your miserable life. Once in your miserable life, just do it. It's our child, remember? It's our child. She's looking at him. <sighs> and Laura got out of bed to come and volunteer. He Faster. Oh my god, look at her. She can barely walk. Oh, poor Laura. Oh god. my god, I could cry watching this. Gaius, 
gutless twit. The dying president will go. That is the saddest moment. President. The dying president. The standing Star president. Star Starbucks color. Oh, look at that. Starbucks holding her hand. Laura tried to blow her head off earlier this season. So they got about 25% of the room. Useless piece of shit racetrack. It'll be a crash and jam raptor. Side of a Zarek. Lee's back in uniform. He looks so much hotter in uniform. Usually, <laughs> it's like too big for him. <laughs> Rosalind's not there either. We got no president. It's right a jar with a fracking thing. That was it. That was it? <laughs> Silent ending. Um, we're going to stay tuned for scenes for next week's all new Battlestar Galactica. That was it? That, that was, was. That was it. Two hour finale next. I don't even. <laughs> that was it? But we saw so much. The episode started with Laura and the and the and the sisters. You know what? But that was it. Unfortunately, yes, Genji, that was it. We saw the beginning of the characters and the end of the characters. I think that you, you Laura. Need to, you need to take your lawn chair and get the fuck off my lawn. <laughs> <laughs> Laura broke my heart walking down that red line, and Baltar needs to die. <laughs> Damn you for getting me hooked on this. That was it. Well, there's another episode. I mean, that wasn't the series finale. But there's one more episode. Oh, there's one more episode, it, and there's only like 17,000 questions. It's two-hour appalling. Well, now I'm wondering what the hell's up with Baltar's dad in the nursing home. I mean, why the hell are we wasting time on... I, th I thank anyone who's still listening to the podcast right now, because half of it's us watching the TV screaming, come on, come on, come on. <sighs> that was it. Well, there is more. There's a, there's, a, there's a movie coming. There's 
Alright, and we're coming back. We just watched the commercial. Cylons board Galactica. Firefight on Galactica. Laura stays behind with Bill. We see Anders. You know what? What? Baltar's gonna stay. Because creatively, I don't know why you would go through the plot of saying do something selfless once in your miserable life and have him not do it <laughs> and then like just end it i so, mean wasn't he just in one of those scenes i didn't see him was he oh, i didn't catch it crap i'm gonna i'm gonna assume for the podcast i'm gonna assume baltar stays and you know what hmm. imagine if he takes like the bullet for lee or the bullet for someone no, he takes the bullet for Bill. That justifies Bill's decision to save his life back in the tribunal. There'll, there'll be something. All right, predictions for next week's episode. You know what? I'm predicting Galactica will survive. It will be a broken hulk of a ship, but it will survive because I bet that Laura will die after the battle. And I predict that Bill will survive the battle, but I don't know. I don't know how to do that. I, I think that scene that we saw from the hub will come true. I think you'll see a darkened Galactica, nobody aboard. I, and I think that you'll I, see Laura die, but that I, has to be either before. I agree with that. Or it has to be right before, but then why would the ship be dark if they were going into battle? I just don't, I don't understand that. Maybe it's after. It. Maybe it's after. Yeah, some. Laura's going to die aboard Galactica. Bill is going to die aboard Galactica, either in the battle or... Afterward. After, or he stays behind and dies with Laura somehow, or does something, or maybe, you know, he sets the core to overload or something, and I don't know. But the rest of the people have to get off the ship, because they have to go right. on. You don't think they're just going to kill them all, do you? Lee and Kara will live. So they have to... Or Kara move. will die not knowing what she was, or Lee will die saving Kara, and Kara won't know what she was. There's... No, they have to both go on. Even if they don't resolve the romance part, they both have to move I on. I think Baltar is going to die saving someone important, and we're going to debate for the next ten years whether he was a good guy or a bad guy. What if, he's, that... what if he dies saving Caprica? Wouldn't that be something? Caprica fascinates me because she's such a sec accepted character, but she's also the one that destroyed humanity at the same time. The Opera House. What the hell is going to happen with the damn Opera House? Laura can't walk. She's not going on this mission in any meaningful way. Why is Laura going? She's going because Galactica's her home and Bill's her home, but she has to be able to accomplish something. No, not necessarily. It just It's symbolic for her. It's meaningful for her. She's going to go because it's where Bill is. But she'll do something. I honestly believe she'll do... Laura Rosalind, you know, down to her own eye teeth if necessary. She will do something to help. I just... I'm not sure what exactly that means. Yeah, be. but help yeah. doesn't necessarily have to be physical. So many questions. So few answers, but they have a plan. Well, thank I'm... you for joining us <laughs> this evening. Uh, we hope this has been informative. We'll be back with a much larger group next week to podcast for the uh, two-hour series finale of um, Battlestar Galactica, which has taken up the last six, seven years of my life and the last six, seven days of Gen 2s. And <laughs> I think we both... She cried before I did tonight. I teared up a little bit when Laura came walking down the, the hangar deck, and she I think she lost it when Bill made the daughter comment. I'm going to have to watch it all again because I was talking to you and making comments through the whole thing. So I'll watch it again, and then, you know, I'll be all immersed in, you know, my headphones and, you know, no, like, blinders on the side so no one can bother me. And then I'll watch it, and I'll be like... <laughs>
Me too. I'll watch it right now at the same time. I'll talk to you in an hour. All right. Uh, so with that, we'll see you back next week for the final episode of Battlestar Galactica. Have a good night. Good night. Bye.